Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Today we're spotlighting food for during training. The key strategy behind eating during training is to maintain glucose and glycogen levels, so the types of food you eat are very important. Join us today to discover the four foods that we're going to share with you to support your during training eating. Welcome to the Food Force Spotlight series. For us, food is never just fuel. It provides a wide range of nutrients to support the many aspects of our health and also to promote physiological adaptations for our running performance. These short informative episodes are dedicated to food and meal planning. We'll spotlight key foods to support your running and we'll share tips and suggestions to give you big results in your running performance. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Aileen to design a personalized sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Everybody, welcome back. I'm Aileen, and as usual, I'm here with Karen. And today we are doing a spotlight on food for during training. So it's the food that you eat when you're out on a run. So, Karen, uh, before we get a start, I just wondered if you could share your thoughts with us on eating during a run. Yes, absolutely, Aileen. I think the key point here is that um, it's not always necessary to eat during a run. It will depend on how long you're running for, the distance you're running, the intensity of the run as well, and also metabolic rate, amongst other really individual factors, actually. But as a rule of thumb, I would say if you run for less than 90 minutes, then there is probably no need to eat during a run. But this may not be the case for everyone. For example, I'm thinking here, Aileen, maybe of somebody with diabetes who might actually require additional feeding. So it is very individual. Um, How about you, Aileen? Do you have anything to add regarding eating during running? Yeah, well, I think, as you say, there's a key strategy here for for eating during running, and it's really to maintain the glucose and glycogen levels. So it's really important that you choose the right types of food um, to help this. And that's where really where the quick release glucose rich sugar foods can be used strategically, and that'll help you to maintain performance. And I think it's also important to not eat foods containing fat and or protein at this time because that's going to slow down the digestion and the absorption of the the rate of the sugars um, and that will delay the utilization and that again could impact on performance so it's all about eating quick release um, carbohydrate foods 
and that's really going to support you uh, during your run. So, th- so that all fits in quite nicely um, to our topic today and, um, and explains really why we've chosen the foods that we have. Uh, and I'll share those foods with you all in a minute. Um, so, Karen, what else would you have to say? Yeah, so really thinking of this from a health and nutritional viewpoint as a runner, I think our aims during running are to ensure we have sustained energy throughout so we can p- maintain that performance, which is really is what you've alluded to, Aileen. Um, and, but also, I think it's to help reduce the risk of injury and illness as well, and also to support speedy and efficient recovery following training so that we're kind of ready and energized for that next run yeah all really great um reasons for doing this i I think Mm. um so that the foods that we're going to focus on today uh to support us during training um are medjool dates raisins mango and bread and as usual we're going to outline the nutritional properties of each and then think about how we can add them into um, your meal plan with some menu ideas Um, and then finally we'll we'll share a one-day menu plan if it's if it's possible but it's a bit difficult to do that because we're actually um, you know eating them during running so uh, maybe that's not going to be possible today but let's start by um, discussing the nutritional properties so Karen can you tell us uh, what you know about medjool dates and how they could support us during running yes absolutely Aileen and and we've chosen the medjool dates in particular because their natural sugar content per date is really really high so to kind of make a comparison for you one medjool date contains 18 grams of carbohydrates of which 16 grams of that is sugar so it's really high and quick Mm. release carbohydrates and when you compare that with Another really um, commonly eaten date in the UK, the Deglet Noor date. Now, those are the those sort of the smaller, harder, more shriveled looking um, dates. Now, they contain only five grams of carbohydrates per date, of which four grams of sugar. So still per date, it's high in sugars. But you would need to eat approximately four of the Deglet Noor dates to get the equivalent quick release sugar content that you get from one medjool date. And, you know, for us as runners, we want to achieve the maximum natural sugar content, really, from as little food as possible during a run and especially a really long run because you've got to carry all the food. So the less is more, so to speak. Yeah, and the medjool dates are really, really delicious as well mm. and very easy to eat. Like you said, the other ones are a bit more chewy. Yes. Um, so another important um, nutritional property of the dates that I think is worth mentioning here is the soluble fibre content. So in particular, the B, beta-D-glucan fibre, to be exact. Um, now, this might be beneficial to runners who suffer from runners' tummy because the beta-D-glucan is known to absorb and retain water as it travels through the uh, GI tract and that's going to add bulk and softness to the stool um, but what I would add here is although th- that we might need to consider hydration because um, the water might be you know absorbed by the date so that's another consideration to to make if you're considering eating them um, so now let's uh, move on Karen and, and discuss raisins um, that's not one that I tend to use very often but what can you tell us about the nutritional properties of raisins? 
Yes, it's one that um, that I don't use that often either, but um, I recommend it quite a lot with, to clients and they really like them. And I think the fact that they're in that little box already, they're easy tra- to transport. And actually, a lot of cyclists um, really, really enjoy taking those because they've got the little bento boxes on their bikes. It's easy to put a little box of raisins in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, thinking about raisins, we've chosen these uh, for the natural sugar content again a bit like um a bit like the medjool dates um and and when you think about the little box sizes they're usually about 30 gram sizes and 23 grams of that um is carbohydrates of which 21 grams is sugar so again really high content so um so again a really excellent choice to consider for during during your running um and i do think like i've just said because they are in that little box i do think it makes them really transparent portable and really easy to eat but also to reseal again if you don't want or you don't need the whole packet at once so quite quite a good a good choice yeah and obviously you can buy them in bulk too but I think um you know that they've become a sort of a a snack choice you quite often see them in supermarkets that you can buy you know a few little boxes together which makes Mm. it easy as you say and just thinking about transport and storage um, medjool dates are quite easy too so um, you do tend to buy them in boxes um, but what I do is I just individually wrap them in parchment paper and then pop them in the pouch of my running belt so it's quite you know it, otherwise you get sticky fingers so it's easy mm-hmm. to um, to do to do that so thinking back again about raisins just to move back to the Mm. topic um they're also known to be an excellent source of boron and boron being a trace uh, mineral and it's a micronutrient that's not often discussed but it has a really important place in supporting um, health and for runners the principal function would be to support bone health uh, although boron is also known to support immune function too and it helps balance sex hormones and it also helps to optimize vitamin D metabolism to its active form. So, you know, it's got lots of function. So it's another one that, um, you know, just when you're eating things, you, you get more for more from, from the food than just the uh, quick release sugars. Um, thinking about bone health, um, there's been um, many studies that have found that the in the regeneration of bone, that boron helps by reducing the urinary excretion of calcium and magnesium, both of which are key in the maintenance of bone mineral density. Um, So that's another interesting aspect of boron too. Yeah, it is, Aileen. And actually thinking about um, bone mineral density, it is an error that we cover in depth in episode 21 and episode 24 of the podcast where we're discussing bone health um, and nutrition. So that might be one that people would like to go back and and sort of listen to again. Um, And Aileen, you were speaking about that calcium and magnesium linked to bone health. But as we know, also vitamin D would be key here um, because boron is needed for the metabolism of vitamin D. So so really, when you look at that, the the connections between boron, vitamin D and sort of magnesium and calcium, they're all interlinked. So magnesium, uh, boron actually is is quite an an important trace mineral and incredibly important potentially for runners. So one for people to consider. 
Okay, so, so moving on from raisins, let's now have a look at the nutritional properties of mango for the runner. So Aileen, what could you tell us about this delicious tropical fruit? Yeah, mango is delicious, isn't it, Karen? Mm. And um, like all the other tropical fruits like pineapple, papaya, banana, it is incredibly sweet. Um, apparently that there are more mangoes eaten by people in the world than apples, which really surprises me because um, we tend to think of apples as a staple fruit for most people. Um, but there's a very high um, content of carbohydrate in fresh mango, so um, 15 grams per um, 100 gram weight of flesh so roughly a large uh, slice of mango um, and of that 14 gram of sugar so um, that's that's really good to know but the problem obviously with mango it's not very transportable for a runner so probably dried mango might be more practical and if you were looking at a 42 gram pouch of dried mango that roughly contains 33 grams of carbohydrate of which 28 grams of sugar um so yeah another high high sugar fruit yeah absolutely and i think that's why we always emphasize um that these foods need to be used strategically isn't it aileen because you just wouldn't want to be eating those as as snacks all the time if you're not putting in the the exercise really or the running and um, but just just sort of thinking here a word of caution regarding the the dried mango products because a lot of them do contain added added sugars so do remember to read the labels read the ingredients before you purchase the 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 dry dried mango but just going back and thinking again about the fresh mango it does also um, contain good quantities of vitamin c again for a runner this is really important for immune support and also to help reduce the the risk of injury and illness but also vitamin c is important in the synthesis of collagen so again key in bone health bone regeneration a bit like boron but also for that soft tissue maintenance as well. Um, um, the dried variety of mango contains less vitamin C, and this is due to the fact that vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin, so it's, it's lost during that um, drying process of the mango, so really fresh is best um, from this health point of view when thinking about vitamin C. So... That's mango. Now let's look at the nutritional properties of bread, our, our last food of the day, uh, this episode, um, in supporting a runner during training. Aileen, what can you tell us about this food, considering it is one, actually, that we are often trying to get our clients to reduce? Because in the, the, in the UK, there is generally, and this is generalising really, a high dependence on bread in the form of toast and sandwiches for at least two meals a day. So how could it support a, a runner alien during training? Yeah, I mean, uh, for a lot of people, two meals a day would, uh, or bread at two meals a day wouldn't sound very much. And yeah, you're quite right. It's one that I'm always trying to encourage people to eat less of. Um, I think it's generally overused as a convenience food. But you know, as a runner, if you use it strategically, it, it might be beneficial to you. Um, so eating bread during your runs, something that probably most of us wouldn't do. However, if you were an ultra distance 
distance runner. Um, you may require to eat real food on the run, pardon the pun, um, but it, it, you know, eating real food becomes more important when you're doing those long, longer distances. So a sandwich is probably a very easy food to carry, um, especially if you don't want to stop. Um, many ultra runners will stop though for, for food and meals, uh, especially if you're doing a, a really long distance beyond 50 miles. Um, but thinking about the type of bread that you might want to use in this instance, uh, white bread would probably be the best um, because it's in the form of a quick release carbohydrate and, and there's uh, a lack of fiber. So that would help minimize digestive stress. Um, and apparently up to 85% of um, ultra runners can suffer from digestive stress. So that's worth bearing in mind. Yeah, absolutely, Irina. I think that's a really good point to put across. And and it's probably fair to say that some ultra runners may be able to um, tolerate wholemeal bread, actually. We're speaking about white white bread here, but they may be able to to tolerate the, the wholemeal bread, especially if they've been practicing and training. And I think that's the same for everybody. It's really important to practice all of these strategies during your training so that it works for you um, on race day. Um, and I think if this is the case and um, and a sort of an ultra runner is requiring more slow release carbohydrates to keep them going over such long distances, then wholemeal bread could potentially uh, be an option. But if, however, they're requiring the glucose hit, then a white bread sandwich filled with maybe banana and honey would be a really good choice. Um, but also apart from its energy content, I have to say, I don't think there are uh, there are any real natural uh, nutritional benefits to white bread, although they are generally most of them are, are tend to be fortified with certain nutrients. So it's not all bad, but it's just that they've taken out all the natural goodness. So they've got to put it back in in a fortified form. Mm, yeah, thanks, Karen. So that, that's um, the four foods discussed. Um, so just before we move on, I'll just give a quick recap on the nutritional properties um, before we move on to thinking about some meal and recipe ideas, um, which, as we said, might be a bit tricky, really, because we're, we're going to be eating them during a the run. Um, so let's start then. So the, the principal nutritional property of the medjool dates for a runner um, apart from the quick release carbohydrate that we talked about is the beta D glucan, which is a soluble fiber. And that might help reduce the risk of runner's tummy for some individuals who, who maybe suffer from that. Um, then moving on to raisins, um, we focused in on boron, which is a trace mineral, and it's particularly known to support bone regeneration. Again, really important for runners. Um, with mango, um, the principal nutritional property for a runner that we discussed is vitamin C, uh, which is a water-soluble vitamin, well known for its immune-boosting properties, um, and that will really help reduce the risk of illness and injury. And it's also a very important uh, vitamin for the synthesis of collagen. So that, again, is really key for bone regeneration and soft tissue support. And finally, we talked about bread, principally white bread. Um, and really, we're saying that, you know, we're not really aware that it contains any nutritional properties other than, you know, it's low fiber and it's a good quick release um, carbohydrate, which might be useful in certain situations. Um, and you may find that white bread is, is fortified with 
certain nutrients as Karen already mentioned. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, Aileen. And, you know, you were saying just before the summary, the the fact that many of these foods we would want to eat in the raw form rather than included in a recipe. And I think you're absolutely right. So what, what I was thinking we could maybe consider is how each of these foods could be adapted slightly if we wanted the digestion and absorption rate to be slow, slowed down a little, you know, maybe thinking about if, we're, if, if, if people are doing ultra distances. So, so for example, let's take the medjool dates. I'm thinking that a pitted date could maybe be stuffed with walnuts um, or maybe cottage cheese or, or actually maybe both. And that would give the, the sort of the complete macronutrient profile. So, so that's just about taking these four foods that are great in the raw form, but how could we slow down that absorption, digestion absorption rate for um, ultra distances? What would you say, Aileen? Should we do that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's that would be uh, a good way forward. And I think, you know, the ones you've mentioned there are great ideas. I'm sort of wondering how easy it would be to carry it carry a date filled with cottage <laughs> cheese um, but, uh, but I suppose you know if you complete an ultra distance you're probably using a camel back so the dates could be carried in a little box and uh, and even if you were doing short and shorter distance too uh, you might be using a camel back for carrying food and fluids um, so there's always a way and I think like yeah. you said earlier it's like practicing and finding out what works for you mm. um so thinking about the raisins, what would we do to um, adapt them for an ultra running distance? So um, an easy way of doing that might be to add them to a flapjack or a gr- granola bar, which would be easy to uh, wrap and unwrap while you're on the move. Um, and, um, you know, that that kind of thing would, um, you, know, you could add them to oats and granola or muesli or an overnight oats type of meal would also work. So using them as an ingredient within uh, an oat-based recipe would probably be quite good. Um, what about mango, Karen? Because we, we alluded to earlier that using fresh mango is quite tricky for runners. Yes, yes, absolutely, Aileen. I think if, if using a camelback to carry food then, um, you, I would suggest that maybe having fresh mango in in a pouch would be or in a little box would be really good because it would it contains that vitamin C that's removed in, in dried mango. So so definitely, like I said earlier, the fresh is best. But the problem is that the mango could go a little bit mushy with all the movement during the running. So. So if that is the case, then maybe it would be better whizzed up to make a smoothie. Um, And a smoothie could be easily consumed while still running, um, which I think is an added benefit in itself. Um, But but I have to say liquid food could potentially lead to runner's tummy for some people. So I would suggest maybe adding some bulk into that. So maybe the oats that you spoke about earlier, Aileen, maybe some flax seed and or maybe chia seed. Um, Also, there's the Ella's pouches that you could consider. I know that they're it's not homemade, but they're natural and they have a mango variety and um, and that would keep it really transportable because they've got the, the twist on, twist off top. So so that might be an, another option. So finally, let's think let's think about bread and how that could be utilised. And I think really this is probably the most versatile of the foods that we're discussing today. Um, and we've already mentioned a couple of sandwich fillings, Aileen, but do you have any other 
other ideas for bread? Uh, well, I think, as you said, Karen, we've already spoken about the white bread sandwich with banana and honey as a quick-release carbohydrate snack on the run. Um, you could swap the honey out for maple syrup or molasses if prepared preferred um, so molasses being a good source of iron uh, but if you're wanting a more balanced snack with um, you know maybe some protein base in it as well you could maybe think about um, chicken slices or smoked salmon with um, perhaps some um, rocket or tomatoes would be a good choice and if if you're a vegetarian then maybe avocado or cottage cheese in a sandwich would work well too mm-hmm. Mm, they're all really sound they all sound really tasty actually I might have to trial some of these things on my on my next long distance run but I don't think that's going to be happening for a while right enough but um but I'm, I'm also just thinking about the type of bread um that is used probably maybe white sourdough or brown if it can be tolerated would be a, a healthier option um otherwise just normal pan bread would be recommended as many I think many of the crusty the more crusty breads they tend to be heavier um so they might be a bit slower to to digest and absorb and could potentially lead to some unwanted digestive system so either sourdough if you can or just the plain white pan bread would be would be um my suggestions here okay alien shall we sort of move on and try and maybe pull all of this together um, and um, maybe what we could do is give our top four recommended um, ideas for during training food. Um, Do you want to start off, Aileen? Yeah, sure. I mean, I was just thinking before we go on, Karen, about the bread, you know, Mm. wraps would be quite a good thing as well. That's an an easy thing to uh, transport particularly so that might be uh, yeah, something another to think about too mm. so yeah so moving on to my uh, so I'll give you two of my suggestions so I think like you say eating any of the fruits that we've discussed in their natural form um, would be would be great and and I think um, the raisin flapjack sounds like an easy easy thing to do or a raisin sort of flapjack cookie or something like that would mm. be would be good um and what couple of choices would would you um favor Karen for during training yeah like you Aileen I think yeah, definitely eating these foods in their natural form would be the best however if I had to make another two choices I think they would be the medial date stuffed with walnuts because again easy to transport they're small but they've got high sugar content and, and actually a mango smoothie with maybe some added oats it's not something I've tried but it really appeals and I think would be really easy to utilize so that would definitely um, be on my list of foods to consider yeah they sound great and i, I sometimes mm. do my jewel dates with some uh, nut butter inside uh, oh, which again, makes it yeah. easy to um easy to consume uh, and i do use the ellis uh, mango pouches and they're very very nice so mm. um again I'll, i would suggest trying those um so that you know not too many suggestions questions um, and I, I think um, you know most people when they're on those long runs they're, they're just trying to be functional so it's all about choosing things that are easy easy to get easy to eat easy mm-hmm. to travel with and pack um, so we hope that we've um, you know you've liked some of our suggestions and 
uh, let us know if, if you've tried them out and if uh, how you found them or if you've got any great ideas that we could share on a future episode that would be really really helpful um so karen just before we we round up and, and leave everybody today could you quickly run through the four foods we've discussed and just highlight the key nutrients of each and how they can support our running yeah sure really and like we've said throughout we've principally chosen these foods for their energy content to fuel us during our our long runs however all of them do have additional benefits including um, the medial dates containing the beta d glucan um, soluble fiber which could help reduce that risk of runner's tummy during during a long run especially a long run looking at raisins the key nutrient that we discussed here was the boron which is known to support that bone regeneration and for mango the nutrient that we highlighted was vitamin c which is known to um, really support the immune system as well as being important for bone and soft tissue health and then finally we looked at bread and you know we sort of said that we're not aware of it containing any naturally natural nutritional properties and um, because they've been processed out however most breads are fortified with certain nutrients and these nutrients will vary depending on the bread product so that's it Aileen. Brilliant. Excellent. So I've just had another little thought, Karen, that um, what would uh, support um, our listeners nicely within this topic is to download our free guide, which is Top Running mm. Snacks for Nutrient Timing. And we we also add a few suggestions in there about what you can do. Um, so pre, during and post running. So if anybody's interested in that, head over to our website, uh, runnershealthhub.com, look for Nutrition Guide uh, click on there, uh, drop your email address in and we'll send the guide over to you. And also uh, you get some uh, recipes um, from us too. So hopefully that'll help everybody with um, eating during training. Mm. So thanks. Thanks again. Thanks, Karen. That was really Thank great. You. And um, yeah, we hope you all feel inspired to try out some food ideas and remember, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your own performance. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and feel inspired to try out some new menu ideas. Many of our clients are looking for new ways to help them introduce a healthy food plan which also supports their running performance. So we designed our Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners program and it's for runners of all abilities. We take you through a series of short videos and action steps to help you create a food plan to suit your running training. The program includes downloadable menu ideas, food lists, meal plans, and athlete plate diagrams for different training levels. And you get the added bonus of being invited to free online trainings and Q&As with Aileen and Karen. So you'll always have the opportunity to get some personal input into your runner's nutrition plan. Please check out the program at runnershealthhub.com or if you've got any questions, just drop us an email at hello at runnershealthhub.com. We'd love to see you join us on the program. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs, 
First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.